This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yeah, I'm pretty much done with the Wizards. Now, live from Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada, site of the big game, it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. You realize very quickly you're not 23 anymore. But damn it, yeah, yeah but energy here, as Ryan says, you just can't stay in your room. You want to see people, you want to talk to people, you want to yeah. go around. Everybody's coming in the sports book. It keeps getting more and more packed every day. We're here. I, I'm gonna say this now. I figured I'd probably feel this way. Every single year, the Super Bowl should be in Vegas. That's it. That's I, it. I, I every single year. I think I'm or there Croatia. as well. Yeah. Croatia would be fine as well. Croatia. Be a, Wouldn't that be awesome? Be lot, like just one year randomly, we all went to Croatia for the Super Bowl. Well, they got a game, NFL game in Spain now, they announced, and Brazil, so maybe, uh, you know, keep moving along. Do it's it beautiful. internationally. T knows it's beautiful in Croatia. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, I uh, I love it, guys. I have, I've slept about, I'm going to go with under eight and a half hours total the last five oh, days. Oh, I believe it. That's so lie. How many times now? Have you run into one of our bosses early oh. in the morning? Oh, so hold on. Let's just start with best bets, right, <laughs> okay. for tonight, right? Best oh yeah, bets. I got zero in the NBA, but I'm okay. thinking about maybe betting that Rockets under. We'll see uh, in about 20 minutes. Big bet on the Niners. Last night, me and my buddy, we went to, uh, we went out and we um, decided that we're going to bet on the Niners together. Who I is said, this buddy, my friend John, he's here okay. from and Chicago. This was, you know what's funny is you yeah. told me when I, when we were. We had a couple drinks, and you said, uh, "Couple." I'm. Uh, we were waiting till on T, and then T didn't show up because she, uh, you know, she big timed us. No big deal. It's when okay. was this? Last night. Oh, I didn't realize you guys were together, right? Yeah. I thought it was just Ryan by himself. Oh, uh, see, she would have hung out with me, but if Ryan's there, you know, I am very proud of he you didn't for say staying anything. back out. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I did not say that you were with Nick. Well, you were at a party, and you're like, ah, I think I'm going to go up to my room, and I was I like, did. all right, and so that's what I it was about twelve thirty. My but, wife and I were like, we're yeah, and done, my friends weren't done. landing; they were like, weren't getting into town until one a.m. And so I was just <laughs> kind of wandering around, and I said, all right, here's what we're going to do: we're going to mm. go, we're going to bet the Niners really big. I know I have the futures; I'm not going to hedge; I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Bang, bang, Niner gang! But uh, what I did was, I said, we got to go to a different establishment. Okay. Uh, of course, we're only betting at MGM, right? That's right. where we're going to place our wager. Different but, MGM but, establishment. But then we got to go hang out somewhere, even though we yeah. love MGM, Aria, all the, the Bellagio. You're going on adventures. That's okay. So Everybody we, goes on adventures. I just, I just gave it up. We, so we go to the Bellagio. I'm like, we can't stay in my place because I think my bosses are going to think <laughs> something's wrong with me if they see me out again this late. But I can't sleep in Las Vegas. What you have to do is go through the Bellagio right. inside to yeah. the Vidara. Around the bend. That's true. And then through yeah. the North Valley entrance, yeah. up the escalator, over through the Starbucks, into the. You will never see him again that mm-hmm. So it was a wild night. You know, I go to the uh, party with our good friend Zach Gelb, hang out with Nick, hang out with my friends from Chicago. I'm actually kind of mad seen. Zach didn't invite me. I, I thought I was friends he, with Zach Gelb. He invited too. me to the Bud Light uh, Country concert tonight, too. Zach Bryan, Zach the number one like artist me. in the world. Well, we're just, we're just old chums, you know? Old, old chums. chums. And so, <laughs> what, so then I'm like, all right, I got to be home kind of early. Kind of early for me in Vegas is 4 30 a.m. Yeah. And I'm like, and I got to do a straight shot to the room so I avoid all management. 
first person I see? Management. Boom. Management. Yep. He's like, Horvat. And I'm like, no, I promise I'm being responsible, but I do have a really, really large wager on the on the uh, Niners. Yeah. And uh, the futures. Nice. And uh, the reason I did it, Lamar Jackson. PJ got to run into Lamar Jackson. I'm very jealous. If I see Lamar, the NFL honors drinks like, on me for what he did for me. I didn't realize at first, like, the NFL honors – like everybody was at the they Aria, were all where there, we're staying. Yeah. right there. near where I was eating dinner. Yeah. And it's a it's a Forty ers hotel too. Friends and family are staying there. There's a I lot can of signs. I see that. There's a lot of Niner memorabilia. Yeah, bang! It's like about Wednesday. They put up big posters that said like it was just do it for the Bay or something yep. like that. A lot of Forty ers stuff. And then they uh, you know they changed up one of the the lounges that's there into uh, an Amazon lounge. And then there's people with light up signs that say like you know friends and family Forty ers And you realize. Oh, this is 49ers country right here. So I've got something that's starting in five minutes. Oh, yeah, get it out So I'm going to give it out. Uh, I'm on the Hawks minus two and a half. The line has moved to three and a half. No Tyrese Maxey today. So I love the Hawks even more. Buddy Heald will be playing. I lean Buddy Heald over three and a half threes. Mm -hmm. I bet he takes ten threes tonight. He's one of the better three-point shooters in the league. Who's going to shoot other than him? Uh, I think his actual prop is 16 and a half. Nothing there for me but I, because I, I have so many bets tonight. But I actually like Buddy Heald props. Love the Hawks, though. Minus two and a half. I also re-bet it at three and a half. Also, Hornets. Oh, man, I got the worst of the number. Anyway, it was 16 and a half, and then it went to 14 and a half. Now it's 15 and a half. Hornets plus 15 and a half against the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks are actually a top or a bottom four team against the spread this NBA season. So I like the Hornets. They've been pesky. They're on the road. I'm trying to figure out whether Dame and Middleton are going to play. We're yeah. waiting on that. Yep. He didn't play last night. They did not play last night. So I'm going to check on that right this second. Uh, and it looks like Damian Lillard is questionable and Chris Middleton is out. So I like it even more, folks. And then lastly, I've got the Pelicans first half against the Lakers. Pelicans, uh, top two team in the NBA, first half against the spread. Lakers on a back-to-back, Pelicans. I'm telling uh, you on that during you. the break. Yes, I Minus took that the other day. I'm back in on that again. I need to go run to a kiosk because I like. I want the ticket. I uh, also our, our man from BetMGM from MGM uh, Resorts and PR. He is feeding me college bet- bets. We are on Dayton money line minus 140 against VCU. Um, I'm just rolling with him, but I'm giving it out because I'm sweating it out. I think PJ might be on something in in Dayton as well. Are you on something? Yeah, PJ, give me something for tonight. I was too busy. Well, bang, he bang, doesn't like a lot tonight. I talked to him about it. He's not really yeah, this, a fan this card, of the slate. Okay, good. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I yeah. think he likes Sixers, actually. Do you like him without Tyrese Maxey? I do. I like the Sixers. I'm on Nevada tonight against San Diego State. I didn't touch that Dayton-VCU game. VCU is a tough place to play. Yeah, Siegel is. Center yeah. is one of the best mid-major environments. Dayton's really good. So that was a pass. Nevada, I like. That Mountain West Conference, there have been a bunch of these kind of games where you've gotten an unranked team versus a ranked, and the unranked is favored. Nevada... I think can win at home tonight, so I like that. Then the NBA, yeah, the Sixers were the only play that I like. I know that line's stinky, but you guys know me. I, I like buying into spots like with Philadelphia right now. The sky's falling. They've looked terrible. Mm-hmm. Is it unprofessional if I go bet the Sixers with Peach right now, right here at this kiosk at beautiful Mandalay Unprofessional Bay? because I will be upset that I'm on the other side. Oh, yeah, damn. <laughs> Peach, I kind of agree, though. Why is it only three and a half? It's, uh, Why was it only three and a half against the Warriors and they got blown out by 25 well, at I was the I like I liked the Warriors in that spot. Yeah, that, th- this line, the Hawks shouldn't be favored against anybody on the road unless mm-hmm. it's like the Hornets or the Wizards. I'll, li- I'll live bet it. I'll live bet it. Live bet it. Yeah, I don't want to leave my 
Thank see. you. Especially Thanks. Especially because there's like important people walking around. So. Oh, I think we can. I mean, we're, <laughs> we are a live betting show. I think you'd be okay if you went and did it. We used to be able to run outside in the parking lot when they let us go out that door on the side of our studio in D.C. Can't do it anymore. So yeah, that was that was kind of part of the deal. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tail you on that, Trista, for awesome. one. Pelicans first half. I love that. Chris Stapps Porzingis over 19 and a half points. He's playing the Wizards, his former team. He's a big. There are two things that make it worth going over for him. Playing his former team, and we know bigs against the Wizards, who also, by the way, just traded Daniel Gafford. Like, they got nobody left there in Washington. That's so, facts, actually. So I'm going to tell you on that, yeah. too. So I, bang, bang. I did not take the rebounds, but I would suggest I would take that as well, points and rebounds. I just, again. You're just on points. I, well, I'm on points, one, because I know he – I really feel confident that he's going to go off. Two, the kiosk getting that points rebounds, and I'm really just loving just betting at the kiosk because we don't get to do that all the time at home. Everything I do is mobile, so I'm like, you know, I want to go old school. I want the ticket. I want to go to PJ's friend Rodney sometimes, and I want to go and get, you know, uh, the old school ticket. I think it's the way to go. Also, the over in the uh, Nuggets game tonight, too. Nuggets, Kings, a couple of high-scoring teams, but I will tell you as well uh, on that. So I didn't. What time are they playing? Oh, there we go, 31 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Good so we stuff. still have time. So plenty, plenty of time for those. Uh, Nineteen and, then, and a half as well. Kind of like it. For are you talking about Porzingis? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very. I mean, it's it's a good number for just one what he's done recently, but two the matchup that he's got as well. We got a lot in play tonight. Go uh, ahead, Ryan. Do you have anything to. else that you're going to jump on? No, I don't like anything in this bum, slate. I bum, mean, the college bum, bum. college basketball on Friday nights brutal. It is brutal. It's not uh, good. I thought about maybe under and Rockets. Raptors, but it mm -hmm. keeps going up, man. It went from 233 to 236 and a half, and it's minus 115 to the under right now. Let so me I'm, look and see why. I'm going to stay away there. So, Steven Adams obviously is out. Tarese now. Fred Van Fleet out. Mm -hmm. um, Kelly Olenek is available. I'm not sure why that number is going up. I think I'm just going to stick with my $1,200 if, on the uh, Niners. For, if for you want something game. different in that Houston game, though, with Fred Van Vliet out, Alperen Sengun assist is a good way to go because yeah. he's going to be more of a facilitator out there. He's the, you know, the young Nikola Jokic. Yeah. That's a good opportunity for him uh, in that sense. But, yeah, it's oh, it's, no. not, it's not a great slate. Oh, what? I didn't realize this, but LaMelo Ball is out for the for the Hornets. That stinks. Yeah, and they had Giannis on the – so I'm looking at Rotowire. They had Giannis on the injury report Probable. too, but he's in. Yeah, he, he's in, though. Yeah. James, a game James time questionable decision. and uh, Middleton's questionable. Who's even on this team now that Gordon Hayward and LaMelo is out and Rozier? I don't care. I'm still on it. I'm still on it. You know what? I'll join Brandon you guys. Brandon Miller. I'm going to join you guys on the Pelicans first half. I'm, okay. I'm going to bet that we'll during ride. the break. Like the, we'll Lakers, the Lakers injury report, uh, Russell, game time decision. AD, game time decision. Bronny. I mean, most of these guys are going to play. Yep. But like Everybody's a game time decision. Yeah, give me my uh, give me my Pellies. They've been playing good hoops. Their games over second 500. best team in the NBA against the spread in the first half. Yeah, let's do it. Really, really good in that spot. So it's 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 a definitely a good situation. What number did you get for them? Six and a half. Is that what you said? Uh, for the Pel Pel's Pelicans, first half? one and a half. Oh, one geez, and a half. Why did I think it was six and a half? Okay, you I'm know gonna what? go money line. That's what I had the other night. They're when one I bet and a half point why. favorites. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm definitely. Yeah, oh, I love that number too. That's great. I'm yeah. running over there as soon as I can after that. You know, I do have two guys when we talk about paper tickets. We'll go through this throughout the show because it is the last show here in Vegas. You can hear that if you're listening. Wait, oh, yeah. wait. Oh, oh it I is like the, that sound. It is every single prop and bet and everything that BetMGM has to offer. But no, 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 no. Gonna go we can go mouth. on the website. We do it all the time, and we love it. You know, where there's a chance you could win $58,000. If you predict the most big game prop bet questions, you can sign up for free at BetMGM. If you do that, right on the promotions tab. But what you can't do on there is do this. 
Oh, have no, it all in paper right here. There's a nostalgia with the paper tickets. There's a nostalgia with, you know, having every bet in paper form right in front of you. Yeah. Just like an old magazine, right? Yeah. Like Slam Magazine or something. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. Dude. Love Slam. Oh, we all did, right? I ripped this, I miss Slam so much. This is very ripped. Just very excited. I did it. <laughs> Got excited, Trista. Like I know I'm Ryan. Yeah. I'm, I'm Ryan football now, but you guys would be shocked to know that I was actually like Ryan NBA until until like high school. Until my team was just irrelevant. I thought of the perfect thing that we could do too, right? Mm -hmm. We all make picks on every single prop. Okay. We get our own sheet, or we, you know, we could just jot down R H pages two you know, through N -A four. Or where you want to look here? I right? got it. Yes. And we'll all make our picks. Whoever has the most correct picks gets to choose an event. So, like, let's say I win. Okay. You guys have to come to Dave Matthews with me this summer. I mean, that's really not the worst thing ever. I would do that. So how many are we going to do? you have to come to Dave Matthews. <laughs> that would be harder for her because, you know, well, we got her in the EDM. Yeah, I think now she loves it. Dave, you know, I, th I think Trista she, can Now expand. she's got glow sticks and yeah, stuff. Listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the daughter of my mom. I'm adventurous. <laughs> I'll try it all. There you go. You guys pick your own events. That would probably okay. be mine, though. Okay. And, and it's a little competition. And, Peach, you could get in there, too. If, right. you, if you want, Peach has had a long week. <laughs> Peach is just Peach got to see Lamar Jackson. He's I think Peach lives here. I think Peach should have probably taken a hotel up at the Delano. Peach QL. <laughs> Did you guys see the big news today that the NFL is going to have a game out in Spain? Did you see that? I did. did I you, mentioned it earlier. You weren't yeah, even listening to me, Peach. Did you see? <laughs> we, we had a lot going on. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Did you? Uh, do you see what stadium that they're going to be playing at? No. Santiago Bernabeo. <laughs> that is the best uh, name yet for you. The best. Oh, the best. That, that has been yeah. number one. As soon for as you I so saw far. that, I said, if the Ravens hunt aren't playing there. <laughs> Your college basketball weekend is here. Rise and fire. Count it. Instant classic. The slipper still fits. They need baskets, they go to them. Two to tie, a three will win it. From Cinderella runs to covering at the buzzer, we've got your bet the uh, first ever inaugural. I'll <laughs> I'll fly you to that game. Thank you. But I need the Niners to win first, no. or else I might be like living yeah. back in. Fair it enough. is funny because that you guy's did basement. Like you did, did say one. you were gonna just lean on your Niners futures. You were gonna keep it at that and nothing more. Yeah. And then last night, me and the Vegas boys, had you. Me and, me and the boys from back home went out. We all uh, we all agree on the Niners. They're the better team. I... Are they going out tonight too? Yeah, but they're going to uh, they're going to the country concert that I can't go to. Well, we have a, we have a dinner with important people. I'm excited. And, and I'm excited for that. I know too. you are. I'm really excited. I can't wait to rub elbows with the with the big wigs and whatnot. You know what my wife said to me today? She wants she, to go to the concert. No, she didn't say that. We, oh. But she did say to me, you know, I brought some stuff for your under eyes, the bags under your eyes, and I said, oh, thanks. Way to way to call me yeah, out on that. Yeah, one. my wife I was like, like, "Damn!" My, my wife the other day was like, "You guys look awful," and I was well, like, "Geez, first off, the lighting here is bright." But secondly, I've had bags under my eyes my entire life. I was told by someone that did my makeup one time, "It's just going to be what it is. You're Mediterranean, and that's what's going to be." So yeah. you know what I'm going to do? Same with I'm the Croatians. Get, you, get, you get like a shot or something. I think do like a filler. I think you can fill it in and clean it up. I'm doing that. Yeah, my sister-in-law does that. I won't be ridiculed anymore. I'm doing it. I got I've the decided. hookup. Undisputed in uh, Joliet, Illinois. If yeah. anybody out there needs that service in the Chicagoland area, give I, her a call. I probably won't fly out to Joliet, Illinois to get that done, but I'll do it somewhere. If you do, check out Samino's <laughs> And then you start at 6 a.m. listening to uh, the Daily Tip. Yep. Yep. You know what, though? No. the hell with them all. Bang, bang, nine or day. <laughs> what a week it's been. Harrington Harrison is going to be live on set with us next. Everybody can't see you here. Well, you know. Why not? Playing in the Super Bowl, that's how it works. Good MG on the night.
there's that. I think we're uh, I think we're gonna be against each other on that one. But that's okay. That's okay. You know? I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Uh, Carrington Harrison jumps on with us finally in person for a change. This has got to be one hell of a week. I know you got here what yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I feel like everywhere I go, there is more and more Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey stuff everywhere. How either excited or sick of are you? talking about this as long as you've had to do that down there at 610 Sports in Kansas City. I'm excited about it. I mean, every story that I've heard about Taylor Swift has just been overwhelmingly positive, yeah. and I feel like she's really embraced the city that's mm -hmm. really cool that, you know, I mean, we're talking about the middle of the country, a small market. It's not like Travis Kelsey plays football in L.A. that if you see yeah. her around town, it's not that big of a deal. You know, she's hanging out in like Kansas City popular local yeah. spots, so it's been really fun. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Taylor Swift, she is the star of Super Bowl 58. She's not not even so here true. yeah like this has been a really uneventful week like there hasn't really been a whole lot of storylines there was a storyline about the field with San Francisco there was a storyline about the fire alarm yesterday but I mean neither team has said something there hasn't really been a big quote or anything a lot of the questions have been about Taylor Swift so I think it's been fun yeah I agree what is your thoughts I mean you talk about another storyline that's interesting and has evolved and become quite polarizing and it's it's Brock Purdy he went from last year being this amazing story, I would say pretty much universally, to now he feels like one of the more polarizing athletes for no reason. Uh, what do you make of that? Yeah, I mean, I think he is probably the most polarizing quarterback this side of Dak Prescott. Yeah. I think it's, it's interesting, I think, with Purdy because I think he had two chances to kind of prove people wrong this year. You remember that middle part of the season in October where they had the injuries. I think a lot of people are looking at it, all right, hey, you don't have the overwhelming advantages. How do you perform in these games? And then they lost three straight games and never scored more than 17 points. And I think it's hard for people to kind of erase from their mind how poorly he played on Christmas Day. I mean, yeah. that was the yeah. second most watched Monday Night Football game since 1996. It was 28 million people that watched that game. And we all were going into it thinking this is a Super Bowl preview, best team in the AFC, best team in the NFC. He threw four interceptions. He was bad in that game. And I think a lot of the allure and the uh, – there is a glow around San Francisco as them being the best team in the league. I felt like it died that day, and this is obviously still a really good team, but, I mean, we were talking about would you rather have San Francisco against the field heading into that matchup, and no one feels that way about San Francisco now. What's the matchup that concerns you the most on the defensive side of the ball for the Chiefs? Is it the run defense going against, obviously, McCaffrey? Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I would have voted for Christian McCaffrey to win MVP. I mean, I certainly get why Lamar Jackson won MVP, but I think we've turned it into – a quarterback award and I think from start to finish that Christian McCaffrey was the best and most consistent player in the league this year yeah. so I would have voted for him and it's a game in which I think we all know that he's going to have usage rate and I'm really big on it I know we're going to talk about player props how many times do they throw you the football how many carries do you get because that's going to determine whether you can hit your props or not you can't you can't get yards from scrimmage if you don't get the football so I think in this game I give San Francisco a lot of credit for Christian McCaffrey getting 24 carries, 24 touches in a game in which they were down double-digit points mm -hmm. in the third quarter. So the fact that I think Baltimore was so moved off of running the ball in the second half, I yeah. don't feel like San Francisco is. So I think McCaffrey's going to hit a lot of his player props. So let's move off of the big three weapons that Kansas City has, Isaiah Pacheco, Travis Kelsey, and even I put obviously Rasheed Rice in that category. Is there anybody else that you look at? I know it's a roller coaster week to week. Anybody else that you look at and say might be their time where we take the over on their 
receiving yards or their you know, receptions or anything along those lines? Because receivers are, it's just tough to gauge those guys week by week there. I mean, I actually think that the market hasn't corrected for MVS. I mean, there was a time yeah. there where it was crazy to think that you would bet any money on MVS. Yeah. But now if you're telling me that it's one and a half catches and it's 17 and a half yards in this game, that's basically, do you think that MVS makes one big play in this game? And I think just based on what you saw in the game against Buffalo, based on what you saw in the AFC Championship game, I'm not saying that he's going to have 45 yards receiving, but you don't need him to have 45 yards. You need him to have one catch for 21 yards, and that is an over for you. So I really like his over. I got burned in the AFC Championship game with Clyde Everett-Alaire. I took Same. his yeah, yeah. I, I took his rushing yards yeah. at six and a half, and he only had one. I'm actually doing that with uh, San Francisco and Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, we're doing that yep. too. Three and a half <laughs> is such a ridiculous number. Yeah. He's hit over in his last seven games. Like, I don't know why his over-under is so ridiculously low. I also like Kyle Juszczyk, too. I'll give you another one. Same. Yeah, yeah, I like all simpatico here. All right. <laughs> the one thing that we're yeah. not simpatico with on this show oh, is yeah. who's going to win the game. Mm -hmm. They are Bang Bang Niner gang. Sorry, buddy. Hey, I'm sorry. And man. I am <laughs> I am sleeping sorry, well man. at night with my Chiefs money line and my Chiefs alternate minus seven ticket at I plus got, 320. So this is funny. <laughs> I actually got that idea from you. So nice. I saw it on Twitter because I follow you guys on Twitter and I follow like all of you individually. So I saw your alternate. And I'm like. Well, I got the Chiefs money line at the very beginning of it. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there watching the NFC Championship game. It ends, and I look at my friend. I say, I think San Francisco is going to be favored in this game. He's like, no, no way. And I'm like, I think they are. Yeah. And then the line came out, and it was Niners minus two and a half. I never pressed yes so quickly yep. on a money line yeah. that I couldn't <laughs> wait to get Kansas City on the money line. And then I heard what you said, and I'm like, well, if this game's 27-20, which makes a lot of sense, you might as well lay a little bit and try to get three-to-one odds that, you know, they win 27-20. So I took that as well. I, I, so I, I owe you. I owe you a little bit <laughs> if that hits. To defend myself really quick, I hate the Niners. They end my team season every year. I'm a Green Bay <laughs> fan. I love Pat Mahomes. I'm arguing on people with people constantly that he's the greatest of all time. Um, but, uh yeah, man. I just I have some futures with San Francisco. I got one quick question for you. I actually have a question for you guys. Uh, if you're betting San Francisco, yeah. how does San Francisco win this game? Because if we are doing... They do what Baltimore should have done. McCaffrey. Okay. Run to me, it's, it's McCaffrey. You're I'm telling me just, the... You think they win because Christian McCaffrey goes crazy. Yes. Because I'm looking yes. at this. One team has the better coach. One team has the better defense. Yes. One yeah. team has the better yeah. quarterback. Yeah. And you are telling me that you have two choices in this. Your hard-earned American currency. Mm -hmm. Yes. One side is Patrick Mahomes. Yes. One yeah. side is Brock Purdy. Yep. And you laid money on Brock Purdy? Yes. Before, I, in August, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. That's different. That's different. For me in this game, and, because and I, bet it, I got 49ers at minus one, actually. It moved down to minus one right after they won the NFC Championship. And I looked at what Brock Purdy was able to do running the football and said if they, he did it against Green Bay, he did it against Detroit. If he can do that again against Kansas City along with, we know Kyle Shanahan does not want to move on from the run at all with Christian McCaffrey. We know that's one of the weaknesses of Kansas City. The run defense is not going to be as good as what their secondary is able to do. So I think that pass rush gets after Purdy, but they continue to give Christian McCaffrey the football and maybe even a little bit of Debo out of the backfield. And those types of situations are going to be what makes a difference in a game. I think comes down to the last possession, maybe a field goal, maybe a one-point game when it's all said and done. Well, if it comes down to a field goal, then Jake Moody is missing. Yeah. Fair. I can't argue that. I'm going to stomach ulcer. I know. I don't want to think about um, that. That's true. Last <laughs> week, I made a big mistake. I faded Sam Laporta going against Greenlaw and Fred Warner. I mean, I think they're two of the better inside linebackers. Uh, he had over six receptions going into the third quarter. What do you think about Kelsey's numbers? Six and a half. I mean, it's juicy. 
see minus 155 to the over. Do you like this matchup for him? I would probably stay away yeah. from it because there is so much juice. Like, I'm big on, like, zig when everybody is zagging. Yeah. Everybody is taking Travis Kelsey first touchdown. Everybody is taking right. the over. Everybody is taking the yards that I think we're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. You can find better value with Elijah Mitchell and pay way less vig on doing those. So I understand the popular play with Kelsey. If there's any bet I would lay on Kelsey, it's to win MVP. I mean, yeah. if you take what he did in the AFC Championship game, Kelsey wins Super Bowl MVP. If he has 11 catches for 115 yards and a touchdown and Mahomes doesn't have a great day, yeah. then he probably wins it. So that's probably the only bet I would lay. I'd probably lay 10, 20 bucks on him to win MVP. And if it hits you, you know, he came out all right. I like that. What do you think Spags does to make Brock Purdy uncomfortable? And you know that like Brock Purdy's really good against the Blitz, but Spags, he dials up Blitzes in a totally different way than other coaches. Yeah, I, I guess at least for me, the, a big reason why I'm picking Kansas City is you have given that defense two weeks to prepare for Brock Purdy. And you said earlier, I mean, if he plays how he played against Green Bay, San Francisco is losing this game. I think if he plays how he played for most of the game against Detroit, I think I think it's so predicated on him protecting the football and not making mistakes. So I think at least when it comes to Kansas City, can you get pressure on Brock Purdy and what can you take away? Like I'm fading a lot of the wide receiver props on San Francisco. Ayuk. Just because yeah. wide receivers yeah. haven't really hurt Kansas City yeah. this year. Yeah. They did a great job against almost everybody. So I'm staying away from Debo. I'm staying away from Brandon Ayuk. I probably like Kittle more as that safety valve in the middle of the field more than I like the outside weapons. I actually really like the under for Debo Samuel total yards. Mm -hmm. Talking to Carrington Harrison, BetMGM tonight. All right, be honest with me. We've had you on the show multiple times this year, had your colleagues on multiple times this year. It's been an up-and-down season for Kansas City. You surprised they're here? I am surprised mm -hmm. that they're here. I just, I think I underestimated their ability to turn the switch on. And I don't think that they played really any better than they did in the AFC Championship game. Baltimore just was the team that made the critical errors. I mean, Kansas City didn't score in the last 35 minutes of the game. But Kansas City only had 30 penalty yards. Kansas City was plus three in the turnover differential. If you do those things, you are going to win. And, and Baltimore ran three run plays in the second half of the game. Like, if you had told me that Kansas City was going to have twice as many rush attempts as Baltimore, all yeah. of us would have said that Kansas City wins that game. So, in this, I, I wonder my... I'm worried about Kansas City. At some point, that lull's going to happen. We all watch basketball games, especially college basketball. At some point, whatever team you are betting on, they're going to have this four- to six-minute stretch yeah. where they don't score. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know Ain't that I mean? the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe a full half. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, if you bet the Wizards. Yeah, well, yeah. That's why you stopped doing it. I'm trying to tell you this. <laughs> Who would you, what do you think about the total at 47 and a half? I'm taking – I actually like second half under. Okay. Same. Yeah. The, yeah, this season, I mean, Kansas City is hitting 18 of 20 games in the second half. They're under, allowing so. like five points a game in the second half. I, I like hammered the second yeah. 24 and a half. I hammered second yep. half under. Yeah, I think it actually moved from 24 and a half to 23 and a half. Yeah, uh, people as, like me and yeah. you hammering yeah. the under. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Abs absolutely losing it. What do you think about Rasheed Rice, or not Rasheed Rice, excuse me, Isaiah Pacheco, alternate rushing yards. You talk about what Aaron Jones was able to do. You talk about what David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs were able to do. Like, maybe... I don't know, 90 yards rushing instead of like the 62 and a half or whatever it is? Yeah, I actually think, I, I really like Kelsey if you're going to take a small sprinkle. I actually think a non-quarterback is going to win the MVP award this year. I do. I, I just think Mahomes, unless, I mean, he is Patrick Mahomes, so I can see them giving it to him where if he throws for 265 yards, one touchdown and no picks, they give him MVP. But he probably shouldn't have won the MVP in the first Super Bowl with Damian Williams. Mm -hmm. 
The, I could just see a scenario in this game, to your point about Isaiah Pacheco. He has 23 carries for 105 yards and two touchdowns, and we look at it and think, hey, Kansas City won this game because they ran the ball really well and they play defense. Do you give your quarterback the MVP award in that scenario? So, I mean, if Kansas City wins, the likeliness is that Mahomes is why he's the favorite to do it. But yeah. I, I actually don't. I, I like Kelsey on the small sprinkle. I like Isaiah Pacheco, too. She was going to ask you about Rice. I wanted to ask you about Rice. I played uh, Rice to score first touchdown for KC, and just in any time at plus 145. The only concern is obviously the ankle injury. He got in a limited today. You think he goes? And- I do think he's going to play. I like. I actually like the Rice first touchdown because everybody is taking Kelsey to score the right, first touchdown. Right, that's my th- yeah. And, yeah, you know how it is. Like, everybody's betting the one thing, and then you got to you know go in a different direction. Yeah. I really like the Rice first touchdown. I took a little bit on Rice, a little bit on Pacheco first touchdown. Like it. Any worry about Andy Reid retiring after this season? No, I don't have any worry about it. Is that blown out of proportion? The o- People outside of Kansas City talk about this more than people right. in Kansas City. It hasn't really been a storyline. Just everybody this week associated with the Chiefs. Now, maybe there's some master scheme that they're just really keeping it close to yeah. a mess. But the team president came out and said he's not retiring. The owner of the team, the general manager yeah. came out of the team. Andy has yeah. said it. I don't know who else I should believe. <laughs> Why would you ever leave Pat, man? Oh, I mean, I know. you could just continue to rack up rings. He's, I mean, he's the greatest of all time. I, I would never leave. Why, why doesn't Spags get head coaching interviews? Is it because he's older? Is it because it didn't really work out that last time? Because he's a genius in my opinion. I just think he's Wade Phillips. And, yeah. and, there's, and there's, there, there's nothing wrong with being Wade Phillips. Yeah. I mean, you think about outside of Bill Belichick, Spags might be the best defensive coordinator in league history. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think about it, I mean, they won, you know, those two Super Bowls with the Giants. Mm. You've now done this with Kansas City. I mean, if you play really well, this Kansas City defense, they will have scored or allowed fewer points than what the Broncos did in 2015. Yeah. And to your point about Andy, it kind of ties in with, with Spags. I mean, if they win this game, they're the favorite going into next season. Oh, yeah. And I think there's a chance that Kansas City's better next year I agree. than they were this year. So, yeah. I mean, you're talking about you got a real chance to win three in a row next season. Andy's not so what happens after this? Because there's no way you have, for sure, yes, and us getting paid. But you can't just allow Pat Mahomes to be frustrated throughout the entire season and then hope that they turn it on uh, during the postseason. So there's got to be some future plan that you see to get him more help. Calvin Ridley. I really like Calvin Ridley. I think you can get him. Yeah. I mean, last year mm-hmm. we saw the market kind of settled in on like that $11 million deal. I can see Calvin Ridley maybe getting $13 million, mm-hmm. but if you're telling me you got Calvin Ridley for three years, $39 million, that's basically a two-year guaranteed deal, I'll take that for Calvin Ridley next year in Kansas City. And, I mean, that's the kind of receiver that they like. You think they'll be active in terms of receivers in the draft too? I think it really depends on what they do in free agency. I mean, one of the two. I mean, this team needs to take a big swing. MBS contract comes off the books for next year. You obviously can't go into it expecting anything from Kadarius Toney or Sky Moore next year. They're going to make a big move at wide receiver. Let's see how they handle free agency first. You cool with the now you guys are Patriots fans and everybody hates all the Kansas City fans because you're going to keep winning? I love being a Yankee (laughs) fan. Duke basketball. (laughs) Patriots fan. Your team is all losers. You know what? And that's what I say all the time. I'm a Commanders fan. I'm jealous of you, man. Super loose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not. My team is. Hey, everything's different. We got a new owner. I want to be there one day it's where you are. I'm sure it Carrington is. Harrison. Spent MGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. And as we said before, uh, there's two people here that like the Sixers plus four and a half. And uh, if that doesn't hit, we're going to be very mad. PJ, it'll be your fault. Peachy gave you guys out a loser last yeah. night in that Lakers-Nuggets game. I know, I know. College basketball, Peach, love him. 
NBA peach? <laughs> Not so sure. Not so sure. We had a we had a good winner from him the other night. That little peach parlay, so we're fine. So. College basketball. There you go. There I you won't go. be bad, peach. It's we'll okay. be fine. You know what? If I go three out of four, I try to tell you guys these fine. Sixers are are just bums. Well, yeah, they they kind of are. There's, <laughs> They're rolling there's out panic. Ricky Council the fourth. There is there is panic right now without Joel Embiid. Jared Bell is on set with us, NFL columnist for USA Today. The great Jared Bell. Great to have you on, man. Uh, I, one of the big questions that I've always wanted to hear everybody's perspective on that's come on the show this week has just been looking around and saying to ourselves, we are in Vegas for a Super Bowl that is happening in Vegas. Did you ever think that something like this would happen? For um, as recently as probably three, four years ago? No. Yeah. Because and I've been covering the NFL forever and gambling and any association has been taboo. We've seen it kind of um, erode, you know, bit by bit mm -hmm. over the years. But once they put a franchise here, I think, you know, all bets were off, if yeah. you will, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, they would right uh, <laughs> have a Super Bowl here. You know what? Las Vegas is this place where you see all these wedding chapels and people come here and they, they get married and so on and so forth. This is like the perfect Vegas wedding. NFL, Super Bowl, and yeah. Las Vegas, and the casinos, and the yeah. as, a, as a gambling um, center of the world. Um, so hey, here it is. I know for better or for worse. Right. <laughs> You've covered a bajillion Super Bowls. What do you think makes for someone like us, not necessarily just a fan, but what makes a really good Super Bowl location? Oh, I think Las Vegas has it just like New Orleans has it, uh, Miami, where you have a lot of things that you can do and a lot of things that are in walking distance, close proximity. Now, Miami doesn't fit that quite like even Las Vegas or um, definitely New Orleans. All within a you know, close you know, radius. I think that's one of the things that really makes it special for a super a Super Bowl site, then you got to get the weather, which Las Vegas has really Not disappointed me this yeah, week. Yeah, what is it this week? Damn! You know what? When when we leave next week, yeah, I saw it. Oh, you know it's coming. It is. Oh, it's, it's sunny and beautiful next week. I saw that. Yeah, that's always the case. Uh. So that's one of the things. But um, you know, you've got that, and then obviously the game and and the matchup just kind of adds to the buzz. But um, yeah, I think this is looking like it's going to be a really good you know, long-term play yeah, yeah. for the NFL. Yeah. Uh, so you've been covering the league for so long. Uh, big fan of your work. We're going to see two great coaches coming up on Sunday and Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid. But before we get to that, I loved your piece on Bill Belichick not being able to win a ring without Tom Brady. Are you surprised that Bill didn't get a job? And do you think that that's it for him as a head coach in this league? I don't think it's it for him. I really don't because he has said that he wants to coach some more. Yeah. Uh, we've seen coaches take a year off and, you know, with however many coaches we had this year, what do we have, six, eight openings? Yeah. You know already, as we stand right now, we could probably identify five coaches and say they're on a hot seat. Yeah. So there will be a turnover. And in some of those places, I, I say really keep an eye on the Giants and the wow. Jets where Belichick has relationships. going to end up in Atlanta. I really did just because the Falcons have gone a different route in finding a head coach 
during Arthur Blank's ownership. They've done the college head coach and generally the coordinators, yeah. offense with Arthur Smith and defense with a couple others. Mm -hmm. So I thought they were going to step out there and really try to energize their fan base and, and win and win big. It didn't happen. Raheem Morris, I think, is a good hire. Yeah. And I think he's a good coach. And now he's getting his second opportunity. So that could really turn out well. But nothing would have created the buzz you know, for their, their their coaching hire like Belichick. It's funny, we joked about Belichick going to the Cowboys even, you know, before <laughs> he didn't get a job anywhere. And it would it'd be a huge splash that I'm sure, oh, Jarrah would love to see him, Bill Belichick there and be his head coach. But do you think that there is going to be some pushback from teams? Because it sounded like that was happening this year with Belichick wanting control of roster moves a little bit more. I, I think that's always a question. And apparently that wasn't, as big of an issue with okay. the Falcons as we thought. But, you know, you hear so many different things. Who really knows? But I think if he finds a situation where he's comfortable with the people who are there doing the personnel and there's a fit, I don't know if that's as much of a problem. Now, in Dallas, you know, Jerry is going to be Jerry. And so I think it's – which you hear a lot of, really, in almost any situation where it's a team thing and we all have to kind of collaborate. But, yeah, that final decision – you know, Bill's going to have to have at least the, the the control to say I need this guy on my roster or not, or yeah. really have that strong input in that. And why wouldn't you listen to him, except when you except say for Nikhil Harry? Yeah, no, maybe yeah, no, no receivers, <laughs> no receivers, right? Yeah, he needs a little bit of help. Yeah, and, and who are you picking at quarterback? I mean, that's a big thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the whole idea of Bill uh, getting that opportunity and just really being able to, to run the show and, and and to um, you know manage the team, I think that's the that's the thing. But I think he'll get another shot. I really do. Well, we know Jerry's not giving up that control to anybody. Not Bill Belichick. Not his kids. He'll sit out there in the middle of the ocean in his yacht and still push the buttons from afar. And you're familiar, I'm sure, with all the coaches that have the new head coaching jobs, right? Who do you think steps in and has the most impact year one? Ooh. Let's see. Let's scratch Washington. Damn it! Right off the bat, my team. We know right off Dan the bat, Quinn. my we team. Know Damn that. it! So true. Though. Oh, I so knew. True. I knew it. I was like, he's gonna definitely I not be it. Dan Quinn. Yep. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. None yeah. of us are. I like. It. I'm really gonna be interested in what Mike McDonald does with the Seattle Seahawks because I've heard so many good things about him and saw what he did going into Baltimore. I think that's a guy. And and when you look at their roster and kind of how they've been the past couple of years where they made the playoffs last year and they competed this year, they're not far away from getting right back to that level. So I'd expect uh, I'd expect that. But the real guy to really, you know, cast the spotlight on and say he's going to be successful is old Harbaugh in, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. L.A. Yep. And I think already we can say that the AFC West is going to be the most interesting division in the NFL next year when you look at Harbaugh going in and and he'll have his quarterback now so big you know box check there but also Antonio Pierce and all of the momentum we've, we've seen with him right here in Las Vegas and then of course the Chiefs and yeah. then Sean Payton year two with the Broncos that's going to be so interesting to to kind of follow but in terms of who can have a quick immediate impact yeah you've got to look at the Chargers and Harbaugh and
getting Let me just say this, though, about Mahomes. Um, you know, the story that surfaced right before the Chiefs came here yeah. about his father being arrested for, for DUI for the third time, you know, it really made me wonder, is this going to affect him? Now, all week, he hasn't talked much about it. It, it came up during his first press conference, um, and he, he gave quick answers and that sort of thing. Wasn't going to delve into it. Don't blame him for that. But you really wonder, behind the scenes, is this really going to affect him? I'm starting to think it probably is not because that will kind of, you know, solidify his focus, if you will. Sometimes when when great players get into situations where things are going on off the field, they get they get on the field and it's like I can forget about all that now. I'm in my comfort zone now. I think Patrick Mahomes may be able to to kind of compartmentalize and be able to even sharpen his focus at least for however long he's going to need it to, to get it done for the Super Bowl. We still got about 90 seconds or so here. The other side of things, Brock Purdy. Has your opinion of him changed at all from where it was at the beginning of the season? Have you kind of been kind of steadfast? Where are you right now on Brock Purdy? Because <laughs> this is a polarizing topic, man. Oh, I know, man, when they start talking about game managers and stuff like yeah. that. But the thing about Brock Purdy that really impressed me in these past two playoff games for them is that he made some plays that he had to make. Now, nobody's going to confuse him with Patrick Mahomes, but he is right. a guy who's who's got good feet. He can you know, run for 20 yards if he has to, which he did in the championship game twice. Um, yeah, he, he, he has um, <laughs> he has something about him but that enables him to let me find my weapon. Let, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me let me find McCaffrey. Let me find Debo. Let me get the ball to him and not try to do too much. So that's what I like about Brock Purdy. Really quick, we have about 60 seconds, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on who you think has the better coaching advantage, right? You're talking about two all-time greats, and like now they're going mano a mano for the second time in four years. Andy Reid. Yeah, Andy Reid. And I think this is an experience thing. You know, Andy Reid in Philadelphia didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't get it done as a Super Bowl champ, but obviously it's a different situation now. Kyle Shanahan, I think, and we know he's got such respect as one of the offensive, you know, geniuses in the league. But now he's got to get it done in this environment. I still think that, yeah, the, the pressure is on Shanahan from that standpoint. But, you know, Andy Reid knows how to manage a game. It's just amazing how what Andy Reid has been able to do in Kansas City versus when you mentioned Philadelphia. It's like they would always get to those NFC Championship games. Obviously a Super Bowl in there, but sometimes it's just that quarterback coach pairing, right? You get Mahomes and look at where we are now. And I, man, I remember when they were talking when when they traded up and drafted Mahomes, there were so many people ripping that pick. Look where we are now. Yeah, and look at what Andy Reid has done in terms of the adversity that they've gotten yeah. through this year yeah. to peak at the right time. That's been so impressive in this run for Kansas City. I mean, I'll tell you, Jared, we, we sat here and we, we talked over and over again about the Chiefs going, maybe this is the year 
that you actually don't trust them. People you don't are talking trust about them missing the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then here we are. They're back in the Super Bowl again. They figured out who works. They figured out who can actually catch the football. And everybody else, <laughs> they just push them aside and say, wear the uniform and that's all it's going to be. Jared Bell, USA Today. Awesome having you on, man. We appreciate it. Good. Hey, thanks for having me. This is this is real live TV, if you will, yeah. when, when you got games yeah. going on. and, and you really BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you all week. You better you bet and BetMGM tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app.